You're listening to the Namaste Babe podcast, a high vibe hangout for the spiritually woke woman ready to make quantum leaps in her life, business, and bank account. I'm your host, Kiki Yura, and I refuse to play by the rules. I'm an X9 to Fiber turned spiritual life and business coach, master NLP practitioner, and founder of the Namaste Babe brand. I'm here to lead you into your divinity so you can manifest a life and business you are wildly obsessed with. Each week, you can expect episodes from myself and guest experts who are leaders in their field. The episodes are dedicated to your expansion on all things mindset, money, and manifestation. It is my intention that these episodes help you raise your vibration, tune into your truth, and step into a life you fucking love. Are you ready? Let's slay. What is up, Namaslayers? Welcome to the pod. Thank you for being here for today's episode. Uh, I am sitting here in disbelief and just wanting to pinch myself because this past week I celebrated four years of entrepreneurship. And if you are new to the podcast, if you are new to me or my journey, uh, I want to give you just a quick high-level overview of my entrepreneurial journey so that you can kind of understand where I am coming from with today's episode. So um, I started in network marketing July 15th of 2016. I had joined a network marketing company that was rooted in health and wellness. I really wanted the opportunity to take care of my body and my health. And I had just spent a month prior to that going through a challenge and getting incredible results and loving the products, loving the workouts. And so I joined the company and spent two years with them. And during that time, I really lost the passion for for fitness, not not my own fitness, but helping other people. I found that hard and it was not something that I was excited about. And during that time, I had discovered personal development and I had my spiritual awakening. And I really fell in love with that side of things. And so when the opportunity came in January or February of 2018, um, I jumped in to a brand new network marketing company and then left the first one. And only a couple months after that, I had the opportunity to quit my full-time job and I left. And then five months after leaving my full-time job, uh, this network marketing company completely closed its doors. It, uh, you know, was very mismanaged in terms of its leadership, in terms of finances. And so I had to uh, really like come to this crossroads of what am I going to do? And I had gotten my first taste of freedom. And I was like, this, I can't go back. I can't go back to the nine to five. It's not meant for me. It's not what I'm supposed to be doing. So I decided to launch my, what is now Namaste Babe. And I really just kind of had no idea what I was doing. I took action from a a place of inspiration and in two short years, Namaste Babe has turned into a thriving life and business coaching business. (laughs) So I wanted to share with you today, um, upon reflection, I wanted to share with you 
four, four things that I have learned in four years of entrepreneurship. And so maybe you are not an entrepreneur, but a lot of these also apply to life as well. So I would love it if you listened anyways. And maybe you are an entrepreneur. Maybe you are someone who is thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. So I wanted to share with you these lessons that I have learned in hopes that they really help you moving forward in whatever area of life or business that you are currently in. So first and foremost, number one really is to fuck the idea of perfection. There is no such thing as perfect. Um, throughout my journey, everything has been built on this idea of massive, messy action. Nothing has been perfect. Nothing has, uh, you know, ever worked out the way that I thought it was going to, regardless of whether that's a good or bad thing. But things are constantly going to change, right? Things are going to evolve, right? I started in network marketing thinking that that was what I was going to do. I thought that that would be my ticket out of the nine to five and that I would be hawking someone else's product for, you know, not the rest of my life, but the, the foreseeable future, definitely. And things rapidly changed, right? Two years into the business, I got all of the accolades. I really did. I hit the goals. I got the ranks. I won the trips. I was making the money, but there was just something that felt off, something that was really stuck. And when I shifted into that second network marketing company, based on my intuition and my, my spiritual guidance, you know, in two months with that second company, I was doing as well as I did in two years with the first company. Despite the fact that I never got paid, I was selling, I was recruiting, I was doing all of the things that I did in my first network marketing company, but at an exponential rate because it was what was aligned for me, right? And regardless of the fact that it felt off, right, I didn't feel ready, so to speak, right? Like when I had the idea of leaving my full-time job, I really did not feel ready to jump into that. I was $20,000 in debt. I hadn't been paid from this network marketing company. I had no idea how it was going to work out, but the timing felt right. Despite the fact that I wasn't ready, the timing felt right. And what I want you to know is that ready is a lie. You are never going to feel 100% ready. Just like things aren't ever going to feel 100% perfect because perfect is also a lie. You are going to mess things up, right? Because you're human. But I want you to allow it to be beautifully imperfect, to be perfectly imperfect. Because otherwise, life would be so fucking boring. If if things were predictable, if things always worked out the way that we envisioned them to, there wouldn't be that room for growth or expansion because oftentimes we think we want something and it turns out a completely different way. And that is the way that it is always meant to turn out. That is the way. And often when we look back, it actually turns out better than we originally imagined, right? And it's because 
things aren't perfect. So second is that I want you to understand that nothing ever goes according to plan. And that is okay. What is going to help you the most in business and actually in life too, is to prepare for the unexpected. Be prepared to be unprepared. The more that you can learn to go with the flow and for things to change at a moment's notice, the better. And I want to give you an example of this. At the start of 2020, I had the foresight to run my very first signature program from 2019, the Spiritual CEO. I was going to run it four times, so once a quarter. To this day, I have not run it once. Why? Because it didn't feel aligned. So I didn't do it. The timing just wasn't right. It didn't feel like the right time to do it. My intuition when I asked, should I run this program? It didn't say yes. There was something that was off. Will I run it again in the future? Probably. But I don't know when. Because at that time, it just didn't feel right. Looking forward, something else just doesn't feel right. So it will likely be run again. But for right now, it's just, it's there if I want to run it. And I will know when the timing's right. And so this is one of the things that I want you to understand is that if it doesn't feel good, it's usually best not to do it. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. I want you to always make sure that you're doing the thing that excites the shit out of you. Because if it doesn't excite you, it's not going to excite who you're selling to, and then it's not going to sell. You have to be so energetically invested in what it is that you're promoting that your ideal client can feel your passion, your energy, and your excitement through the microphone, through the screen, however they're consuming that that promotion or that launch. But if they can't feel it, they're likely not going to whip out their credit card to pay you. And I can't tell you how many times I have been like, so excited to run something. And then in an instant, I just lose the drive. I lose the motivation. Something inside me is just telling me, nope, it wasn't the right time. So I've scrapped it. Mid-launch without a second thought. Because I don't want to be taking people's money and not giving them the best possible experience inside that certain container. And this is likely not the information that you are going to hear from most business coaches, right? They're going to say, push through, you've committed to something, do the thing. But from an energetic standpoint, if you aren't excited, why waste your extra energy going through and continuing to force something and promote it when it's not feeling aligned to you anymore? This is your business, so you get to run it the way that you want to. And if something's feeling off, you have the power to scrap it. I know, um, what is her name? Katrina Ruth is this just like badass business coach. She sold a workshop and 
the night, the night before, the day before, the morning of, something like that, she just completely scrapped it because she didn't feel like showing up and doing it. And so she refunded everyone their money because that was what was in alignment with her. Like that is how I want to be running my business. Because if something doesn't feel good, here's the other thing. If you take money from people and let's say it's like a, a serious investment, let's say it's over a thousand dollars and then you show up and you're half-assing it and you don't have the energy or the excitement or the passion behind it, people are going to feel that. And so how is someone else as a consumer, if you've just paid $1,000 to someone, you expect a certain, um, a certain return on investment. You expect to receive a certain amount of value for that investment. And so if you're showing up and you're not getting what you expected, there is an energetic disconnect and likely the consumer is going to not feel like they got what they paid for. They are going to feel really gross and disappointed. And in return, they're not going to give you a testimonial and they're not going to refer you. And they're likely not going to invest in you again because you've let them down. So you have to make sure that you are showing up the best possible way that you can. And so if you don't feel aligned with something, scrap it, right? Be prepared to change. Because again, nothing is ever going to go according as planned, and that is fine. So number three, this is like a two-part, I don't know what you want to call it. It's, it's a two-part. You get, you get two for one here. So number three A is that you're not for everyone. I know that's really hard to hear for a lot of people, <laughs> but like, that's fine. You are uniquely you. And it is the most important thing to always show up as yourself. And some people are just not going to align with that. And that's okay. I want you to stop worrying about trying to please everyone. Because it is virtually impossible. So don't be upset when people unfollow you. Don't be upset when you get a troll, right? You're creating this space for more people who are aligned with you to actually come into your container. Haters are going to hate. They are literally going to, you are going to trigger the fuck out of people. And especially as you are doing the inner work and you heal yourself and you grow and you expand and you shine your light brighter, you are then going to eventually shine a light onto the darkness that resides in others. And something that you excel at is going to reflect back on a point of weakness for someone else. And not everyone is emotionally intelligent enough to be able to handle that. And you just have to know that that means nothing about you and has to do with the other person, right? And then 3B is to stop caring about the opinions of others. This is something you got to get over real quick if you are going to be a business owner. <laughs> because again, you're not for everyone, right? So their opinions are just that. They are opinions. They are not facts. No one knows what's best for you except for you. 
You were brought to this earth with unique talents, unique gifts that only you know how to execute based on following your intuition and your own divine timing. So please, for the love of God, do not let the limitations of what other people think is possible to limit you. That is like the number one mistake people make is saying, oh, well, my dad doesn't think it's a good idea or my partner doesn't think it's a good idea or my sister's cousin's brother's whatever dog doesn't think it's a good idea. And it's like that has nothing to do with you. If I were to have, again, going back to like leaving my job, if I were to allow the opinions of others to have guided that decision for me, when logically, yes, I can see it doesn't make sense. I know I'm $20,000 in debt. I know I haven't been paid from this opportunity yet, but something in my soul is telling me to do it. Not a lot of people are going to grasp that. (laughs) My parents most certainly did not, right? But I just, I had to reassure them. I'm like, this is what is meant for me. I, I can't explain it. I just feel it. And what would have happened had I listened to the logic and the reasoning of others? I would have signed a contract with the company that I was working for, that I was working for a college at the time. Uh, I was listening to the ideas and opinions of others in terms of the safety of that job and the security of that job. When in actuality, look at what's happening with COVID, right? How many people are in safe and secure jobs that now no longer have employment? So many, right? The only thing that I could guarantee was myself. My success or my failure is solely dependent now on how much I put into my business, on how much I work on myself. So the opinions of others really have nothing to do with my success or my failure. It's all based on me. And that was the thing. If I had stayed in that job, I would have still been making, you know, way less than I'm making now. I This year, I am projecting that I'm going to double what I made last year. And last year, it only took me nine months to make what took me a full year to make in my quote unquote safe and secure job. So that being said, this is why you need to let go of the external of other people, right? Allowing yourself to just show up and be you and trusting that that is safe for you to do so. Not caring about what other people think based on their views of the world, right? Because that's all it is. Their opinions are solely rooted in their experiences and what has happened to them in their lives. So that's not your path. That's not for you. And then finally, number four is realizing that there are always going to be ups and downs. There are always going to be ebbs and flows in your business, in your life, just like how there are seasons of weather. Your business is also going to go through seasons. There are going to be seasons of massive growth, seasons of slowing down. And after four months of like just high, high energy and a jam-packed schedule, I am now entering this slower season. It doesn't mean that I can't make more money. 
but it's just this opportunity for me. Like my schedule is just kind of opening up a bit. I'm only right now working with clients one-on-one. So I'm not doing a mastermind. I'm not doing a group container. I'm only offering people for the ability to work with me right now via um, Slay Days, Slay Sessions, my one-on-one container, and inbox support. And by the way, if anyone is wanting any info on any of those options, you can always DM me um, over on Instagram or you can email namaslaybabe at gmail.com and we can talk about what would be a good fit for you via those options. But, you know, a lot of my, my sales also come from group coaching programs or my masterminds. And those are just things that didn't really feel good to launch right now because I've spent the past four months launching something every single month. And that to me, gets to be draining after a while. And especially if it's not something that I'm excited to launch, going back to um, what we talked about before, is that if it doesn't excite you, don't do it. So what is really exciting me right now is working one-on-one with my clients, right? Being able to just pour my soul and my energy into their growth, their success, their expansion. So you have to learn to ride these waves, right? It's, it's about the ebbs and flows, just how you can't constantly be um, harvesting, right? You can't always be reaping what you've sown because you're eventually going to run out. So you have to tend to your garden. You have to tend to the soil, aka your soul. You have to constantly be um, Tending to the garden, right? Planting the seeds, watering the plants, allowing for the sunshine. Like there's a waiting period. There's that gestation period before the plants start to grow and sprout whatever it is they're sprouting, whether it be an apple tree or a cherry tree or whatever. Um, you there's there's that period, that time for growth, that time where things are happening under the soil that you can't quite see. And that comes down to doing the inner work. That comes down to trusting that the content that you're putting out is landing on the ears of people who need to hear it. And remembering that a lot of times people need to hear your message eight to 12 times before they're ever going to be able to know, like, or trust you. And so there's this ability that you need to to strengthen, which is this idea of resiliency, right? Knowing that it's okay to slow down, it's safe for you to slow down, and that, you know, there are going to be times of slow, like of slowing down and times of speeding up. And knowing also too that like your worth and the value of what you offer is not directly attached to how much money you make. That is a big lesson that I had to learn, especially as I'm a 3-1 in human design. So, or a 1-3, I always get those two numbers confused, but in human design, like those are my lines. And so a lot of the work that I have to do personally is around self-worth. And so that was a story that I had for a really long time. At the end of last year in September, my business only made $850 after spending months making like four and a half, five and a half K months, I dropped. And it was because I wasn't tending my soil. I wasn't doing the inner work. I stopped meditating. I stopped journaling. I start stopped focusing on the things that I want. And then when a big life event happened to me, 
it completely derailed me in my business because I didn't have those tools. I wasn't practicing what I preached and I didn't have those tools at my disposal to help get me out of that funk effortlessly, you know, like in an instant. And so it's really important to always be tending to your soil, focusing on your inner work and really, um, you know, just having that routine. So something I was talking about earlier today with one of my clients is, you know, when you are a digital nomad, when you are traveling, it's really easy to get out of routine. But one of the best things that you can do for yourself is to get yourself into routine as quickly as possible so that when the downs hit, you are able to deal with them in an efficient and effortless manner. So that being said, number one, fuck perfect. Number two, nothing ever goes according to plan. 3A, you're not for everyone. 3B, you've got to stop caring about the opinions of others. And four, there are always going to be ups and downs to your business. Guys, let me know if this resonates with you. Let me know some of the lessons that you've learned throughout your entrepreneurial journey. Take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to your IG stories, and tag me with your favorite lesson that you have learned in your journey. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please spread all those good vibes by leaving a five-star review, as well as screenshotting this episode and tagging at Namaste Babe over in your stories on Instagram. With love and light, the fiercest fuck goddess in me recognizes and honors the fiercest fuck goddess in you. And until next time, namaste.